0: Welcome back to the Get More Podcast, where we're gonna get you more money, more marketing, more business strategy, more community, and just more of the good stuff that you need in your life every day. All right y'all, welcome back to Money Monday. So we are going to be going over another one of my favorite topics. It might be my favorite topic, if we wanna call it that. Um, Right now, I'm focusing a lot of my time and attention onto this topic because it is something that I'm working on right now, something I'm working on for all of y'all, different programs, different trainings, tons and tons of stuff, and that is debt. And I could probably talk about debt all day, every day, because I had it for so long. I had it for over 10 freaking years of my life. Oh, longer than that, longer than that. So I'm 31. I got into debt almost immediately when I turned 18. So getting out of debt, kind of a big deal for me. And everyone wants to be out of debt, right? Most people don't want to be in debt. It's not. It's not a fun feeling. It doesn't make you feel good. You attach so much stigma to it. There's such a negative connotation about having debt in our society. And I get it. I get it. Debt sucks. Sucks, 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 sucks. Even when the thing that we got by getting into debt, be it our college education, be it our cars, be it um, life-saving medical things, maybe it's even just taking out that loan just to get through life at any given point. Maybe you had to do it in order to pay rent, feed yourself, anything, whatever, whatever it was, your reason for doing it was valid and so now that you are in debt now that you have this debt you want to get out of it and getting out of debt seems like such an abstract scary kind of topic it's just a goal you're just gonna get out of debt like you're in debt right now and you're gonna get out of debt you're gonna it's gonna happen one day somehow something's gonna happen you're gonna win the lottery you're gonna get this better magical job like it's just gonna go away There's all these things that when we are like, we want to get out of debt, there's all these things that we think about, like, that we want to happen, that we think will happen. And when you're somebody who's seriously really ready to get out of debt, you're seriously trying to get out of debt so that you can have more money long-term in life. When you're really focusing in on that, there are a couple, like, really important steps that I want to have you be aware of, have you look at, and why do i feel like these are the right steps why why is this step list better than some other list and you know maybe it's not maybe it's not the most perfect list ever but it is the way that i wish i wish we had gone about getting out of debt i wish i wish i wish we had gone through these steps ourselves to get out of debt when we decided we were going to get out of debt we went all in We went all in with the Ramsey method, which is you don't do jack shit at all. Nothing. And at that point, I thought that was the only way to do it. I did not have an understanding that there were other ways to go about this process because I had been spinning my wheels, not really committing to anything consistently to get out of debt for years and years and years prior. Like things hadn't worked. There was this thing. People were doing it. It was the one one right way to do it in my head at that time so I saw it I latched onto it and we ran and we ran hard and we ran fast and and I got really 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 burnt out by it I got it it really did uh a detriment to my mental health my physical health my relationship health, how I did anything, and it left me with honestly a lot of uh, things that I'm still kind of working through now, so this is why I don't want you to do that, so we set a goal to get debt free, we had $48,000 in debt, and we decided we were going to do it in 24 months, 24 months, we set a goal, and we did it in 19, and the first 15 of that were some of the most miserable behind the scenes things uh for me personally that I think I probably could have gone through we truly did nothing we absolutely adhered to that that like the rice and beans don't do anything method and we didn't do anything we really really didn't we didn't have a any kind of wedding really we spent less than a hundred dollars to get our marriage license our marriage certificate and i bought a dress that was like 13 and that was our entire wedding i bought a cactus too cactus was great cactus was probably cactus was definitely the best part about our wedding for sure i did eventually kill that poor cactus so foreshadow but we really didn't do anything. We didn't have a honeymoon. We literally didn't go on a date for over a year, at all. We did nothing. We did not get on the same page financially for a very, very, very long time, which I encourage you to not struggle with that as much. And it caused a lot of tension. Were, there was a lot of lies. There was a lot of drama behind the scenes. I was living on Top Ramen, like the five cent Top Ramen. Uh, for a month, so I could keep food costs down and we were both working jobs that we hated We never saw each other and the quality of life behind the excited Instagram post of we paid off this thing we paid off that thing was super super shitty. It was It was hard and having the only focus that we had be on getting out of debt nothing else matters and I don't really want anyone else to go through that at all for any reason whatsoever. There are other ways to go about it. There are other ways that I have educated myself on. There are other ways that I've worked with other people on. There are other ways to do this that does not destroy your entire life and make you so miserable that you wonder why you're even doing it at all. So we are going to dive into a couple of these steps, these these big sort of things. Now, I want to preface this with kind of like a step A, essentially, there's going to be five steps, and we're going to preface this with step A, which is before you really start your actual debt-free journey, I encourage you to have a $1,000 emergency fund set up aside. Take care of yourself first. Keep that emergency fund so that you have that um, money available in the event of the an emergency. You want to have that. Do not be paying your debts in this kind of manner necessarily if you do not have your own security blanket. So I really, really encourage you to have that thousand uh, dollar emergency fund, or at least some sort of emergency fund amount that just lives in your savings. It's easily accessible, but you just leave it there. It's just, it's there. It's your friend. It's cool. It's not involved. It's it's there, but it's not there. Um, So, that's kind of like step A. And if you've been around a while, and you've been listening to me talk about getting out of debt and all that stuff for however long now, you might think that step one is knowing your debt number. And we're going to get to that, but it is is not necessarily like step one. Step one really is going to be deciding why you want to get out of debt. Really, knowing what that reason is going to be for you and it's got to be more than you don't want to have to pay more interest you don't want to owe anyone any money it should really be like a concrete at least goal dream sort of thing and that can be something as tangible as when you are out of debt you're going to be able to move into a better home when you're out of debt you're going to be able to quit that second job that you hate that you have just so that you can pay this this debt this stuff down um you're will you be able to help pay for your college uh your children's college all of that stuff um when you really like have a goal you're going to be more likely to actually achieve this getting out of debt thing um My why definitely at the beginning was I did not want um, my marriage to be like what my parents' marriage was, where they fought about money all the time. Where there just wasn't enough money and we didn't know what bills were going to get maybe shut off, what things were going to happen because they had such terrible spending habits. They they prioritized the wrong things. My parents were both pack-a-day smokers, so buying that carton of cigarettes was definitely way more important than paying the power bill or paying the water bill in almost every single month. So having those poor spending habits created a lot of fights, created a lot of tension, and I really just didn't want that. And yeah, at the beginning of getting this whole debt-free thing rolling, we did fight a lot um, about money and changing those spending habits. But in the long term, that has worked out well, for us, we fight over a lot of other things now. Don't get me wrong. We fight about lots of things. But they are not necessarily, are we going to be able to pay rent this month? Why Why did you buy that? And things like that. We we aren't fighting about that. We're paying bills on time, seamlessly, auto auto pay, whatever that is. Um, yeah, auto pay. That's what it's called. Um, putting money into savings, planning for buying a house. And so we have those things. And so that was really like my reason why we started all of this so really know why you're trying to get out of debt because then you're going to be more inclined to do it because then you're working towards something as opposed to I just want to pay off my student loan so I don't owe them any money that's a great reason but what are you going to do with that all that extra money that you're going to have once you aren't um, paying your student loans what can you do with that so really focus on that and then step two is of course My big one that I love all the time is to know your debt number. To know every single cent that you owe anyone because you can't pay it all off if you don't know who it's owed to. You can't pay it all off and then have a dance party if you don't know where you have to spend that money. You don't know what those interest rates are. You don't know what uh, potential settlement negotiations you can do. If you don't know your debt number, you're not going to get out of debt because you're not going to know. You're not going to have a thing to look at and be like, that is my number. That's what I owe. Because once you know that number, it takes away a lot of the scary monster feel of it because it becomes just a number. It could be a very big number. It might be a number smaller than what you were even thinking. But when you know, you know, and you can work from there. Now, this next part, step three, is super, super, super important in the success of your debt-free journey. And that is literally creating a realistic plan and that is not arbitrarily looking on the internet at other people who are potentially making way more money than you and deciding that your timeline to get out of debt should be their timeline doing that is going to essentially strip all of the joy out of your life because you are going to be constantly pushing towards that arbitrary goal that is set by you based off of somebody else that has nothing to do with your life. This is your life. This is your money. So making a plan that is realistic for you is going to look like creating that budget. And creating that budget is going to be knowing how much income you have coming in and knowing what's going out and seeing where you might have opportunities to cut costs here and there. See if one week you can You know, not do this or do this instead or buy something that's a little bit cheaper or maybe just skip this thing, that thing. See if you can negotiate your phone bills, your power bills, all these little things. Seeing where you have the opportunity to cut cost in your budget means, you know, you're going to see what you're actually have to work with in terms of paying off your debts every month. And maybe that's not a lot in the beginning. That was not a lot for us at the beginning. It took us so long to really get the ball rolling on paying things off. And it's really important that you see that as realistic and what's sustainable and to keep enjoying uh, things for yourself along the way. Um, this might mean that maybe it takes you a little bit longer to pay off your debt. We did ours in 19 months instead of 24, and it was a terrible plan. It would not have hurt us one tiny bit to have along the way done things, like one thing a month even, to make make those months more enjoyable. It would have been more fun, would have had more memories, we could have done, We I said no to everything, and I don't want you to do that, I do not believe that you have to do that anymore, at that time, I did, and I regret it immensely, and so now, never, 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 don't say no to everything, don't say no to everything, yes, be realistic, maybe don't say yes to going out all of the time, obviously, we are still in a pandemic, be responsible, please, responsibility is important to me, um, but you know, picking and choosing the things that actually matter and prioritizing those things and still doing those things that way you're still having a life and you're still enjoying things and seeing what kind of wriggle wingle room you end up having because when you've created that budget and you know where your money's going you might find that you have extra money in there or that you don't necessarily need this thing or that thing and I'm not advocating to cut all your streaming services but if it's been like six months since you opened Netflix or Hulu or Paramount Plus, okay, that's brand new. But like, if it's been a long time since you've done any of those things, maybe just be like, oh, I'll skip it for this month. Like, we we have Amazon and Netflix, Amazon, Netflix, and Disney Plus, but we don't have Hulu or HBO Max or Paramount Plus because we don't use them. If I suddenly stopped using Netflix for like weeks and weeks and weeks, I would say no to Netflix. Like, we did cut those things out. But, but I really just, like, wasn't using them. I will never, for any reason, cut out my Apple Music subscription. Nothing. There's, there's no way that I would let that go. That $9.99 a month is my godsend experience. So that's a non-negotiable for me. But in that light, if I needed to, I could get rid of Netflix. I could get rid of those other things I said, Disney+. Plus. <laughs> I've finished all the Marvel movies, so it's kind of like, I'm just waiting for Loki to happen now. And then at that point, like, they got to do something else to keep me interested. But, um, you know, non-negotiables, negotiable things. And then you'll be able to see what kind of extra money you have to start putting towards your debt. Because you want to take care of your core expenses in this realistic plan so that you have that money every month. And then that extra money, you know, you allocate it for things that you like, and then you put the rest towards your debt. And that way you start steamrolling your debt. Like you are that train that is building momentum up all the way. And it's a slow grind up that hill. It really is. It's, it's paying off an extra $20 here. It's paying off an extra 50. It is taking the payment that you were gonna have on that first debt that you paid off and putting it onto the next one and so on and so forth. So you build up that momentum and then when you get to the top of that hill and you can just throw all that money into that last debt, it is smooth sailing and awesome. But you're not gonna be able to figure any of that out until you have a realistic budget and a realistic plan for what your life is gonna be. Now step four, super important, super super important now that you have created a consistent budget and you know where your money's going and what it's doing and you're in flow of paying off your debt and step four is being flexible and knowing that your life is going to change that your budget budget is going to change and you might have multiple months that are super super consistent you might be coming under budget for two three four months in a row and then that fifth month just everything goes to heck something happens who knows or you know might even be something fun doesn't even have to be something bad you there might be a thing that you want to go do like if if somebody was to tell me that like I could start buying Taylor Swift concert tickets again my budget is gonna change my budget is gonna change immediately and I'm gonna buy those tickets I'm gonna buy them right now I'm gonna buy the fancy tickets they are mine and I'm just gonna figure out how to make that work into my budget later. I'm not going to completely freak out about it. I'm going to see this thing that I want that is a sudden out of kind of nowhere thing and be like, I want it. I will change the budget to figure it out. I will figure it out. And know that you have that flexibility. Know that you can change. I got super, super sucked into the, this is how it has to be every single step of the way and our budget did stay really really consistent for quite some time and that was kind of how we were able to throw so much at debt in the short time that we were but again we had no life it was not fun I do not recommend I do not recommend in any way that you do that Uh, because enjoying your life and having that flexibility that comes with having a consistent budget and knowing your money ins and outs is just as important as paying off your debt in whatever kind of timely manner you want to do it. Having a life is just as important as paying off your debt and I would actually argue that it is more important. Now that does not mean quit your job and book a one-way ticket to somewhere else and then ignore all your debt and all of it goes to collections and then you get arrested or sued things like that. Don't recommend. 10 out of 10, say no. But go to dinner, take the vacation, take the day off, enjoy your life, be flexible with it, and yeah, it'll be a good time. So, step five. Step five is probably not the most important in any capacity, um, but it is it is important, just because it is one of those things that makes goals more likely to happen. It makes you more likely to actually follow through on all of this, and that is to keep yourself accountable. And I very, 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 very publicly, all of the time, shared our debt-free journey. I shared how much debt we had. I shared every milestone. I I shared all the all of the good fun instagramable insta highlight real moments and i also uh regrettably wore all the things that i did not do as a badge of honor of who look at me making all these sacrifices to get out of debt it was stupid it was stupid it was a bad plan it was stupid but being publicly accountable was fabulous for me i found so many supportive people i found so many people who were also going through this debt-free journey. I found the debt-free community. I found people who gave me savings tips, uh, like grocery hacks, this thing, that thing, how to negotiate. Um, That was kind of how I learned how you could even negotiate your power bill if your electrical company lets you just pay kind of like the same amount. So they average out the... Um, amount of energy that people are expected to use all of during the year. You know, if it spikes in the winter because you use the heat more, if it spikes in the summer because of the AC. And then there's like the months where it's like whatever, everything's fine, cool, chilled temps, and it can equalize. Like every month can be paid the same. I learned that from uh, these groups, and I was like, yes, that's a fabulous thing because then you're consistently paying the same thing, and you're not going to get slammed with like an insane bill one or two months out of the year. That was super valuable to me. And I would not have found that if I wasn't sharing my journey publicly. I would not have found that community. And so I encourage you, if you're not ready, you're not willing to share this kind of thing online publicly, is to find the people close to your life that are actually supportive. And I mean Actually, supportive. I don't mean go find the one person in your life and you know who I'm talking about who you're gonna tell that you tell to that you want to get out of debt and you're gonna do this whole plan and they're gonna tell you it's a stupid idea and nobody does that and you're gonna be in debt forever and that's just the way of life. You know who that person is. We all have that person in our life that when we really don't want to do something that we know we should, we go to and we tell them and then they tell us not to, and then we listen to that opinion. We're like, I said that and that's really what I actually want to hear, so I'm going to listen to that. Find the people who are actually going to support you. Find the people who maybe they won't understand at the exact moment why you're not going to be available for you know, wine nights all the time or why you're skipping, you know, going to like a movie or something or just something like, while you're just skipping like an event that you normally would. Like don't skip them all the time. Do not skip them all the time. But if you are going out like back in the day, I would go out Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. I would go out five nights a week. Didn't help my money situation, but I'd go out five nights a week. So if maybe that is you, no shade, live that life, have a good fucking time, but instead of maybe going out five, you go out four or three. You know, just literally skip one night. One night you're just like, I don't really want to do that. You just decide to do something else. Do that and explain it to people as, hey, you're trying to get more on track of your finances. You're really looking to get out of debt because, insert your why from before, you're trying to do this. You're saying no to this right now. You're saying no in this moment, this time. You're making this sacrifice right now for something that you want more a little bit further down the road. Maybe further down the road is going to be a couple years. For most people, getting debt-free is going to be a multi-year process. It was a multi-year process for us. It's been a multi-year process for a lot of the people that I've been working with, clients that I've been working with. Some of them are three months into their debt-free journey. Some of them are six months into their debt-free journey. Uh, my first couple of like clients, they're like 10 months into it. So it's just kind of like how you want to explain it. Like It's going to take a little while. It's going to be a time thing, but really after those first couple of weeks, like once you have figured out how to create your schedule and how to create your budget and figured out what matters to you, you know, they're just going to accept it. They're just going to get on board. They might not understand in the beginning, but a lot of times you'll be able to help them too. I love seeing how I've helped my friends like really get clear on their finances and be like, okay, I can pay off my car, paying off my credit card, canceling their credit cards. I'm not working with them. It's just simply by what I was doing helped them. And helping them makes you guys accountable to each other, which is gonna be freaking awesome. But, you know, if you're still nervous to tell the people in your life, I get it. I get it. Money is a very awkward subject to talk about, and I'm trying to really normalize talking about money as much as possible. But if you are still in that situation where that feels uncomfortable to you, you don't feel like they're going to be supported. They don't. You don't think they're going to understand. Join groups. Join groups online where people are doing the exact same thing. Join debt-free communities. Join saving groups. Join uh, money tip groups. All of these things because those people are your people they're doing the same thing as you they've all been where you are right now and you can move forward with that get a debt-free buddy find somebody tell your friend like hey let's get out of debt let's do this let's do this dang thing together that sounds freaking cool right do it with your friend even though you guys are going to be on different timelines and your lives are going to be different you guys can keep each other accountable now yes in all of this i am a money coach. I focus on helping people get out of debt because I know what it has done for my life. I know how different my life looks now. I know that I never imagined my life would look like it does right now today. I never fathomed this in my life. And that's what I do. That's what I'm here for. Is helping y'all come up with a game plan, really, really digging into your finances, seeing what is and what isn't working for you, helping you realize what is a negotiable and what is non-negotiable for you. What do you actually want? What do you need? And yes, I absolutely have a new intensive program uh, that is launching later this month that is specifically designed to help you get out of debt. That is that is what i am working on that is what i am creating it is 8 weeks it is hour long zoom calls one on one with us creating a budget specifically for you to see where you can cut your costs what kind of money you're looking at and just really getting you clear and focused and it's going to be savings tips emergency fund tips answering all your money q and a's it's going to be all the things that i spent two years intently, intently working on getting myself out of debt. And it is everything that I've learned out of debt. It is surveys that I've given my clients to work out of debt. All of these things, all of the goodness to help take the guesswork out of getting out of debt for you. It is making the scary monster under the bed that is debt not so scary in one little package. That is what I'm working on. That is coming. It is launching in like a week like a little over a week now and I am super super proud of it and I would love 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 to have you in that I would love to have you in that container I am only taking 20 people and that is not a scarcity thing that is simply I want to be able to have those one-on-one zoom sessions with everyone I want to be available to everyone as much as possible and I don't want to you know have to be like, okay, I can only talk for right now. I want to be fully available to this group. But the reality is you don't actually need me. For being honest. Uh, kind of a taboo thing to say as a coach where I'm trying to get you to uh, come here and work with me. But everything, everything that you need to know about getting out of debt and creating a budget is for free on the internet. It is out there. It is what I did. I read books, I read YouTube videos, I read a ton of blogs, I read so many money blogs, I saved so many Instagram posts. All of it is out there for free. All of it. You could do this for free. You can absolutely get all of the information that you need to get out of debt for free. You can do all of this on your own. But you are gonna have to go through and you're gonna have to do that research, you're gonna have to filter through it. And you were just going to have to trial and error a bunch of stuff all by yourself. And if you have never gotten out of debt before, how do you know? That is the thing. That is what I am here for. It is because I have done it. I have struggled through it. I understand all of those shitty feelings that are going to come up for you along the way. Where you're going to think it's a stupid thing and you don't actually want to get out of debt. You want to just spend your money. You don't want to be told what to do with your money. You don't want to be told the budget. You don't want to make a budget because it feels restricting and unfun and just shitty. I get that. And that's why I'm here. If you need somebody to literally tell you to walk out of Target because you didn't put Target in the budget, I'm here for that. If you need to talk about what kind of bills you should be paying in what timely manner, I'm here to talk about it. If you just need somebody to tell you that you are powerful and strong and in control of your money, that's me. Literally, your cheerleader hype up girl all day, every day. Uh, We are going to work through a ton of limiting beliefs because working on my money mindset as much as the practical really, really changed a lot for me. And I know that it will change a lot for you because I've watched it change For so many other people how you view money how your relationship with money is and then all of a sudden the money in your life is less scary So that is what I'm here for. It is an eight-week intensive program It is called debt freedom. It is launching on May 17th is when the doors will open for that We are starting the very end of May so that we can get your budget created going into June so that we are going to have June to trial and error, your very, very first budget. June, we are going to create another budget. We are going to create plans and you're going to have a lot of one-on-one access. Now, these money habits are things that you are going to learn in a crash course. Get out of debt right now. These are the tips and the things that you need to know today, right now, to start sorting out your finances. And I'm just super, super, super excited for this program and to have you in it Because you're going to get that accountability. You're going to get all of the, uh, honestly, blood, sweat, and tears that I put into getting through this on my own. Uh, There's going to be the, there's free Facebook groups. There's just, there's a lot. There's a lot that comes with this. And I hope, I hope that you will join me in that. If you are in that place, if you know anyone who is struggling financially to get out of that, there's no shame in it. There's no shame in struggling with your finances. Not knowing how to necessarily budget exactly every single thing out is no shame. We were not taught it. Most of us were not taught it in school. I didn't even know how to balance a checkbook until I was in my 20s. I didn't even have a checkbook, honestly. So these are skills that you learn and grow. It does not make you a bad person for your debt. It doesn't make you a bad person because you're struggling financially. There's no moral, like, objectification for having more money or having less money. It does not make you a better or worse person to not have a bunch of money. So, it is called Debt Freedom. It is going to be an eight-week intensive, and it's going to be amazing. And you know, whether I see you there or not, I hope that these tips, and we're going to be doing tons of other mini trainings as well, and I hope all of the Money Mondays that are on the podcast, if you're listening here... Or if you are on my IG, all of the IGTVs, Money Monday posts, you can honestly go through all of my content and really figure out how to get out of debt all on your own. And I hope that you do. I truly, I truly hope that you do because getting out of debt, literally the best. It is the best. And yeah, so that is all for this episode and we will see y'all on the next one.